Hello, everybody. Welcome to the latest episode of the Pierce of Mind podcast. I am Matt Pierce, and we have an exciting day ahead of us as news just keeps falling on our heads uh, like crazy this week, especially today. It was a busy day in the NFL and around the league and some other stuff in basketball. Uh, definitely going to talk some AAF today with Kevin, who is here with me. Kevin, how you doing, sir? I'm doing really good. How about you? I am phenomenal. And Kevin... Ooh, look at that. See, just when I thought I had it perfect, guess what? I don't. Anyways, we are going to have our good friend Brian on today. He's running a little late, which is, it's all good. We'll get him on, and then Gary said he might be here. I invited him. Not sure. Sounds like he has some stuff going on, so I definitely want to at least make sure I get his uh, picks for this week's AF, because I want to start keeping those, and... Just seeing how they turn out and see how we do. Uh, so before we go that, I don't know. I kind of want to talk about the alliance with everybody. So I think I'll hold off on that. But I do want to get into because we've had a lot of news. And definitely I know you probably have some information or uh, comments on Kaepernick. But I want to get started by going with the big news which came out on Tuesday. Uh, my Cleveland Browns did something I did not expect them ever to do. They went and signed Kareem Hunt, who, uh, as everyone knows, was cut by the Chiefs earlier this year when it turned a video came out of him, I guess you'd call it kicking, uh, a woman, which what he did was screwed up. I'm not trying to defend it, but, I mean, people are talking like he drop kicked her. He did give her a little boot while she was down. It, definitely not a good guy, not somebody I like, and not a jersey I'll ever own. But I was wondering what you thought about this, Kevin. Um, from Well, from both sides, from the football side. And from just the human side, um, from the football side, going into it, you've been hearing recently. There's been teams that have been talking to him, and in my opinion, I thought I thought he'd be good on any team except for two. One was the Chiefs because I heard that they were talking to him, and I just thought the way they you know, took the stand, they did the right thing and they cut him. I think if you turn around and re-sign him, I just think that goes against everything you did. So I didn't think the Chiefs sign him would be a bad thing. And I actually thought Cleveland signing him would be a bad thing. But I was like, there's no way Cleveland's going to sign him. And my whole thing with Cleveland being bad is because of Chubbs. He had a really good year, you know, his rookie year and all that stuff. And it's just like you even traded away – Hide because you wanted to go more chub. So it's like, why would you bring in Hunt? Because, you know, I'm giving credit where credit's due. Chubb's a heck of a running back for a rookie year. But it's like, Hunt's already 10 times better than him. Why are you going to bring that guy in? Because when he comes back from whatever suspension, he's going to be the starter. You're not. There's no way he's going to be the backup to Chubb. Like, there's going to be a split two-back system, but Hunt's going to be the main guy. So that's why I couldn't understand why you would do that because it's going to bring I think it's going to bring you know trouble unless unless they get it all worked out early and Chubb knows that's what's going to happen but it just didn't make any sense to me that Cleveland signed him you don't think like purely football here I'm gonna because that's where I'm I want to start with is just the football side football football side I think it's genius because you're getting this top-notch running back for cheap money you own his rights, so you can kind of control his, You have full control now what happens to this guy moving forward. Um, and I think that could be a devastating backfield. And it also allows you to do what we should have done last year with Duke Johnson, and that's move him into the slot. 
<clears throat> and which helps our receiving core because Johnson's got great hands. He's a speedy little guy. He can he can make people yeah. miss. I personally thought like it could make our offense pretty devastating if they use it right. I don't see this as a taking carries away from Chubb. I honestly think you're saving Chubb because you're not putting that kind of workload on him. And we all know how running backs do when they're carrying the ball, you know, 120 plus times a year. I think it's a good move from the football side. Yeah, but like what you're saying is you're not putting the work on Chubb, but when you're sitting on the bench, of course you're not putting the work on Chubb. He's not going to be on the bench. It's going to be the perfect thing. Like if Hunt would get hurt, then you'll have Chubb. But I just – Hunt's going to get majority of the carries. He's going to be the main guy. So it's going to – I think the big thing is how is Chubb going to handle that because you're going to go from the main guy and you're going to be the main guy majority of the season, however long the suspension is because that hasn't came out yet. I think, in my opinion, I think eight to ten games. But it's the NFL, and they never follow their own freaking guidelines. So who knows what the hell he's going to be suspended for. <clears throat> so you're going to be the main guy last year. The whole suspension are going to be the main guy. And then, like I told you the other day, I think within two weeks, Hunt's going to be the main guy. So how is he going to handle that? That's, In my opinion, that's the biggest possible problem. Here's the deal. This thing. If, if, think, about the, think about the season Chubb had this year, right? If he can't have, like, if he doesn't step up, right, if he does have a sophomore slump, if he doesn't come out like he finished this year and he can't hold that job after 10 games, then that's on Chubb. I don't think that's going to be the case. I really think they're going to run both these guys out of the backfield at the same time and give them a ton of options. Uh, But at the end of the day, the best player wins the job. And I don't, there's still a chance that they use him, Hunt, just as uh, capital to trade or do whatever with. They might not even keep them on the roster. This just really was a cheap a cheap way to give them an ability to get some nice stuff in return. It is, but I don't I don't know. It's possible, but Dorsey's the one who drafted him. Dorsey likes him. Dorsey has a thing with him. I don't I don't see that being a thing. Especially when you have a guy <clears throat> his first year he leaves He's the league in rushing. Last year, he was on a phenomenal year again until the video came out. You're not just signing that guy just to trade him away. You're not going to have a talent like that just to be like, let's see what what we can get out of him. Okay, I'm good. Thank you. No, I'm just trying to have two conversations at once, son. (sighs) Trevor's trying to give me hot chocolate, which is really nice of him, but his timing could be a little better. That's okay. He's, He's a good kid. No, I don't know. I don't think they're going to trade him either. I'm just saying, like, I think it was like a million dollars is all they're paying him this year. So it's it's really next to nothing. And considering yeah. where he is in the running back, you know, echelon. Now, on the personal side, I think it was a terrible signing for Cleveland. Uh, from a P- Honestly, it's not as bad. I thought it would still be pretty rampant. And maybe it's me because I'm not back there. You're, maybe it's crazier back there. But it, it was pretty hot for like a day. And then it just really calmed down. <laughs> Like, I haven't heard yeah, much it about it. It wasn't really the outcry or whatever that I thought. So I don't know if people are finally realized, like, realized the video. Because, in my opinion, don't get me wrong, guys shouldn't touch a girl. Completely agree with that. But out of that whole video, I thought the worst part of the video was, his, like, his anger. Because it's like, if don't get me wrong, if his buddy's not there, it's definitely going to end up more than him just pushing the girl over with his foot. Because, I mean, he didn't even really kick her. You know, he used his foot, he pushed her over if you watch it. So it's like, 
like I said, the worst part I thought is the anger that he had because that could have been so much worse, but it wasn't. Luckily, because a buddy was there, you know, whatever the situation, like the whole thing that was going on, for whatever reason, it wasn't as bad as it could have been. So I'm, it's bad. But I mean, in the end, if you think about it, Kansas City even said they cut him because he lied. If he wouldn't have lied about the video and told him what he did, he'd still be a chief right now. Oh yeah, no, I I don't disagree with that at all. I don't disagree <laughs> one little bit with that. Um, what did I mess up? I don't know. But you know, if anything, if you guys have trouble with a kicking game, you at least got a backup kicker. A backup kick? Why can he kick? Oh, I'm sorry, I'm slow and special. <laughs> I was like, like ha ha, my name's Kevin and I'm a funny guy. Um, I'm saying, you know, it's like, come on, because it's like, this isn't the Ray Rice video. This ain't the Joe Mixon video. I mean, everyone's like, oh, he kicked her. It's like, this ain't American History X curb stomp. He pushed her over. Yeah, you I know. It's like, it's bad. He shouldn't have touched her. But still, like, he didn't kick her in the head. He didn't, you know, he maybe hurt her ego, whatever it was. But it's not, it wasn't, like, horrible. Like, from all the other stuff that we've seen from all these other players. Oh, yeah. No, I totally agree with you. I didn't think it was that bad. In the contents of it was pretty fucked up that he hit a girl at all. Like, I don't want to underplay that. But, like, I honestly didn't really watch the whole video until we signed him. Because I'm like, I should probably at least know what the hell, like, how bad this was. And the way, from everything I heard, it was like, he, like, was like a slobber knocker, man. He was just tearing her up. Yeah. And then I sit and watch it, and it wasn't that at all. Like, it wasn't... No. It was terrible. Yeah, and that's why it's so bad when it's like, you can't listen to people, especially if there's video evidence. You've got to watch the video, because so many people make it so much worse. And it's like, I even thought whenever he was on ESPN doing his sorry-ass apology, I thought that was worse than the video, because he was only going on there to do it because he knew he had to do it to save his career. Yeah. If he wanted a chance. And that's all it was. And everyone's like, oh, well, he gave this heartfelt apology. No. He gave a $15 million compared to $15 an hour apology. That's all it was. Well, here, I'm going to make an argument. And I know it's going to come across as douchey. So I will just accept that now, people. (laughs) It's a douchey argument. I get it. But I'm going to make it. If they listen to our show, they're okay with it. Yeah, they should. At this point, they should just be accustomed. (laughs) <laughs> to me giving douchey arguments, right? But here's what I'm well, thinking. Yeah, right? Yeah. Um, But here's what I'm thinking. Isn't the rule six games? Like, why does it have to be more? Is, is it because he lied to the league? Is that how they're going to try to add those extra <laughs> games on? It's Goodell. He does what he wants. Cause it, That's all it is. But the rule is first time infraction is six games. It, and it, I know it, what the rule and it is, isn't, but Goodell hasn't followed that rule yet. And it isn't, yeah, no, I totally agree. And it makes me mad because it isn't written like, oh, uh, if it's this severe. Because to me, this is a six, from the video I watched, it's a six-game suspension. Again, I like I don't, this is where I suck at life. Because I don't know how to have this conversation and clearly put out that I think Kareem Hunt's a piece of trash. Like, I will not be, like, wearing Kareem Hunt Brown's gear. I will not be, like, trying to get the guy's signature. But that being said, like, 
it's done. Like he's in the league. He's on. He's fall. He's on my squad. Like what? How do like? How do you do that? How do we have this conversation without? I don't know. Being any douchier, I guess, than I already am uh, normally. <clears throat> I mean, there's no real easy way because I mean, if you just state the main thing, they sat there and they did their due diligence and they think the risk is worth the reward because, I mean, you're getting a hell of a player. As long as he stays out of trouble the rest of the time, you know, there's it's – it's a heck of a reward. You know, if he gets in trouble again, then you're back in the Josh Gordon thing. How how long do you hold on to this guy? Which I don't think – if he screws up, I don't think Cleveland holds on to him. Well, he's, he's gone a, as soon as he screws up. I will say, he's like – he. Like Gordon, he is on one of those like, um, you can't zero tolerance, and you got to give Cleveland credit when they put Gordon on that. They they stuck true to the word. I mean, he was just what late for a meeting, and they cut him or traded him. Yeah. So it's not like they're sitting here like, oh, we're just gonna like do whatever we want. Like they're 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 uh. I don't know. They're doing, I, I guess, the best they could. So I think they're going to stick with that. I, I, you know, Dorsey took, like, I heard the rumor that, you know, not the rumor, the conversation that, you know, Dorsey took uh, Kareem Hunt, not Kareem Hunt, Tyreek Taylor. And that guy did way worse. Like, he punched his pregnant yeah. girlfriend in the stomach. And so yeah, the, he tried to get rid of the baby. Yeah, and again, the guy's a piece of shit. But Dorsey, you know, made sure he went through the the uh, therapy and all that stuff and got him, you know, and look, that guy's had a productive career. My hope is not even because he's a Cleveland Brown that Hunt can come through. This is just a better person and he does what he has to do. Uh, doesn't mean you have to support him, but if you're going just by talent, there's a talented guy on the roster and uh, I'm sure Brian will have some stuff to say about that as in, as will our good friend Gary probably. I uh, want to let you guys know how to contact the show. If you want to be a part of the show and uh, get your information live on Twitter, we have some new stuff going on. So if you hashtag uh, Chewy and or hashtag Pierce of Mind Pod, we will your stuff will come directly into the studio on Facebook. Just comment on our live stream and it will come in live to the studio. So we would love to have that stuff coming in. We're going to run a little Facebook uh, poll. If you guys think the Browns signing Kareem Hunt is a bad plan, give us a like. If you think that it is a good idea getting the talent and maybe some trade capital, give us a little heart sign and we'll uh, have those come live in the studio and we'll see how that turns out throughout the show. We'll check in on that. All right, let's get to the big news that came out today with your buddy, your favorite person in the entire league, Cap. As he got paid today like a starting quarterback and will not have to take a hit to do it. As the stuff coming out of the league is he got 60 to $80 million. Um, Obviously, there was a, it's a closed deal. It's an NDA, so neither of us could talk about it. So I guess technically we'll never know the exact number. But if that's the number, what do you think about that? I know you're excited. <laughs> that's ridiculous. There's no way the NFL paid him that much money. I don't know. 
Like from the There's seven, no way. even if you just want it to end, because that's the only reason the NFL finally settled because they're just tired of hearing about them. But there's no reason. I mean, there's unless somebody's got an email purposely saying it, there's no way to prove it, especially since the co guy that's on your thing played in the NFL and just signed a new three year deal. There's no way to prove it. He just got paid too, he just got a little bit of money. So he got a three year yeah, deal so and a bonus. There's no way. There's no way it could be that big of a payout. I don't know. Like, I want to agree with you, but then I can't because I honestly think he got paid fat cash to... I don't don't think. I'd be surprised. Even, like like I said, I think the main reason they did it is so they're tired of hearing about it. But I just don't see paying that much. You're paying him more than he was worth when he played. I mean, that's... he's, He's making out. He's more popular and get him paid more money now than he did when he was playing as a quarterback. Oh, yeah. No, I like... mean, and then the plain thing, like the whole uh, American Alliance football thing, that came out. That just shows how big of a douchebag he is, <laughs> you know? It's like he doesn't want to play. He has He's having too much fun, whatever, reaping the reward from this whole thing. They're making it like, you know, if they would just stick with the whole thing about him uh, – uh, uh, if he was just blackballed because of uh, watch him call it uh, for what he did, the kneeling uh, for the kneeling, but they like to put everyone likes to be like, oh, he's such a great player, and that's why they're doing. No, he wasn't a great player. It's just like he was. He had his moment. He was already winding down because everyone figured him out. He's a Lamar Jackson. He. Lamar Jackson? Uh, three. He's uh, Johnny Manziel. Well, I mean, Johnny Manziel put him in that category. is nice. So we'll just go with those two. We'll, we'll go with uh, RG3 and Lamar Jackson. Everyone figured him out. They were already starting to shut him down. His last season was proof of that, just how great of a season he had. So it's like if they wouldn't – I wouldn't have such a big deal if it was just complaining about him kneeling – but it's like, oh, he's such a good player. They're doing this to him. It's like, no, he did it to himself. He opted out of his contract. But he was going to get cut. Like, don't year. give me that. You know he was going to get cut as but well as I way, do. But that would have made it so – that would actually made it better for him, though. Because then if he would have – wouldn't have opted out and because he thought he was going to go somewhere and make all this money. Yeah. And he was getting out of San Francisco and it backfired on him. If he would have stayed in his contract and then had – and made San Francisco cut him, I think it would have looked a lot better for him that they wanted to get rid of him because of what he was doing. But he opted out, and that just made it, you know, that, I mean, he put it all on himself. <clears throat> I want to actually, that one I want to disagree with, but I can't. Like, I do think letting having them cut him, I've always kind of thought that would have made him look better uh, in the long run. Yes. So. I can't even like this just sucks when I can't just I can't disagree with you. Like that's what hurts my soul. Because see if he'd have smart enough people around him to let him know that. But like I said, he thought this was gonna be he was gonna do his thing, he got the whole, all the attention, blah blah blah. Now he's gonna go out, have this season, he's gonna go and get paid somewhere else and he's gonna move on to continue. And then I mean in all fairness it was on the ball halfway through the season. In all fairness, it doesn't seem to have worked out poorly for him. Like I said, we're never going to really know. Because, I mean, if he gets $10 million, what's that? You know, it's like, did he really win? 
Yeah, but not really. No, but if he got sixty, I think he definitely won. Oh yeah, I mean he got overpaid like he did when he was in San Francisco, but yeah, it's just like you said, we'll never know until one of them because you know someone's going to leak it. It's going to get leaked somewhere. It always does. It just won't won't be one of those two. Yeah. No, I uh, I can't even disagree with you, sir. Um, sorry, I'm typing in here. I'm getting some, trying to get some comments going. Let's close this. When in doubt, close it out. That's what I say, Kevin. <laughs> um, bam! Look at that. I'm a, I'm a genius. Every ten seconds. Let's go. What do you think? Let's go at. Let's go hashtag AF. We'll see how that works. I'm trying to learn this new system and I am getting faster at it and more like more capable, but you know, like everything else, we have some hiccups in the road. Oh wait, probably cause I gotta turn them all off. There we go. Duh. I know there's hashtag AAFs out there. Don't lie to me. This is this is what I call fake news situation. All right, so I don't know where Kevin's at. Well, you're Kevin. I know where you're at. I don't know where <laughs> I don't know where our third slash fourth guy is. So let's get into. Did you watch any of the alliance? Because as you heard. Um, Eric had some negative things to say about it. Did you did you have the opportunity to give it the old situation? Watch. <laughs> Alright, so Yeah, there you go. I bet you missed that, didn't you? Uh-huh. Yeah, I watched uh the San Antonio all I watched all of San Antonio game. I watched all of my hot shots whip up some ass on Sunday night. They and did. then I watched a little bit of the Memphis game and I just couldn't take it no more. Like I wanted I wanted the old situation. Watch. Oh, so All right, so it. that's twice in one show I had to make up for last week. You did it last week. Don't worry. No, I didn't. All yeah, right. Did. <laughs> so I watched all four games, and the Hot Shots game really pissed me off. Like, I thought we were going to be better than that. I don't understand. I guess we just didn't practice defense the last month because we couldn't cover freaking anybody at all. It was – now, here's the thing. If you did any, like, paid attention to the Alliance at all before the season began, everyone had, like, Vegas has the hot shots as the favorite. So, I wasn't surprised we lost. I was surprised at how bad our defense was. But, let's, we'll get to that in a minute. I watched all four games. And I think Eric makes some good points that there's, like, it, there is some work to be done. I think... Oh, yeah. The app, I had problems with the app. I couldn't use the like the play prediction. Did you try that? Cause you was yours working? I tried. No, it wasn't working. So I talked to I heard a couple people on some because I've gotten deep now that I started this Stallions podcast. Like so I've gotten deep into the Alliance Twitter community, which is really fun. And so a lot of guys said they had to uninstall and reinstall the app for that to work. So I'll do that this week and we'll see if that helps. So they got to get that working, right? Because that was a big selling point of just kind of how it makes a difference. And like this, like there was technical difficulties that I expected. 
with the sound and things like that. But overall, yeah. like, go ahead. I was going to say, yeah, because I texted you about the sound thing. Because I was like, is it just my TV? No, there was like little things, right? There was definitely yeah. little things where I was like, okay, I get it. We're going to do this, huh? All right. And like, so you could hear like, it would like cut out. And then you could hear like whoever was directing the show. Like, oh, mm-hmm. go to the camera three. And that was a little annoying. But I liked like yeah. that you had all these sound. Like you had the coaches mics, you had the players mics. I really loved having the review mics. I thought that was awesome. Yes. Especially yes, in in the one game, and it might have been the Birmingham game, where uh the guy on the field's like, We all think it's not a catch. And they're like and the and the replay guy like, Oh, well I don't have enough to overturn it, so we're gonna have to keep it. And the guy's like, Oh really? Hmm, interesting. And I'm like... I missed that. That's funny. Oh, God. That is the stuff I love. Like, I I fell in love with this league. I watched all four games, and I was a little upset that I had to watch the one game on YouTube the next day, the Atlanta game. Yeah, that's the game I really wanted to watch because of the kid from Howland on it, which I know he scored a touchdown, but I couldn't find stats to see what else he did the rest of the game. So you got to go to noextrapoints.com. That's where you, you could find the stats. And there are okay. some stats now on a on the Alliance website. That's another thing. Like they do have to get better with some of that stuff. Yeah, but like yeah, and like, that's the big thing. Every a lot of people, especially Eric, like all the stuff that he was griping about. This is a first year, first week, and they only practice for a month. So you have a month. So of course, like he's going on about how the commentators were making comments about the Stallions being so tired. Yes, they were making comments, but if you listen to them, they make that comment, and then they follow it up with, well, they only practiced for a month, <laughs> and then they only had one preseason game. So it's like you got to take that into uh, you know factor. This isn't a well-oiled machine like the NFL. They yeah. haven't had 100 years to get this thing down. They've worked on it for a year to get all this stuff in place. So for what they have for only working on it for a year, for your first week, that's what's expected. I mean, you're not going to expect some grand thing being rolled out. So you got to work through the kinks. So, I mean, you got to expect at least week three, week four, the conditioning will be better. Hopefully week two, week three, every, like, you know, the sound problems, hopefully that will be better. The app, who knows how long that's going to take? Cause I mean, it's technology. So who yeah. knows? You know, that could be anywhere from it could be a well-oiled machine this weekend to where it might not take until week eight or nine. You just never know with that. But it's like you're complaining about stuff that is expected. You know, if like if he was completely like, if something like crazy happened and you're complaining about it, okay. You know, like if they completely lost power during the game, that's something to complain about. You shouldn't well, have to worry about that. They did do that one game for like thirty seconds. Everything went black. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. I didn't see that. So then, yeah, you got that to complain about that. Yeah, I think he was... Here's the thing. I, I At first, I was like, okay, you're just being an asshole. But then after, like, oh, yeah. I slowed down and I kind of looked, listened to what he said, he, he made some valid points, but I do think he's being overly negative about the league in general. I think, like, it's going to get better. I think... They did wait. They beat the NBA, right? The first week they beat the NBA. 
Um, they average like 22,000 fans a game, which even I listened to uh, Ebersol on a podcast this week, and he even said that that beat that significantly was better than they anticipated. Like he, that's what I like about this is Ebersol isn't going into this like McMahon did with the XFL. And you were around with the XFL, so maybe you can agree with me a little bit here. And I talked about this on the uh, Full Steed Ahead podcast, which you can listen to right after every Stallions game here on Facebook and Twitter. But what I was talking to him about is, like, when the XFL came out, like, I loved it. I thought it was fun. But you could also tell that it was, like, just the way it was presented was kind of a lower level of football. Where I think, it was too gimmicky. Yeah. Where what I think they did well here, and I have a whole list of things I think they did well that we'll get into, but what I think they did well is it really felt like professional football. Like, I yeah. felt like I was watching quality football. Like, it was, A, and the pace of play was phenomenal. Like, I didn't miss yeah. the kickoffs. How did you feel? Because I didn't miss them. Like, it was kind of awesome. It had its moments where... You know, you would sit there, and if you had that possibility of a run back, it could change that game. I felt that more during the San Antonio game, the way that was going, because San Antonio couldn't, or San Diego couldn't do crap. So I was like, man, if like San Antonio kicked uh, kicked one of their million field goals and then kicked off, it's like, man, if they would kick off and then San Diego runs this back, you know, it's a different game. It changes everything. But outside of a couple times like that, you know, I mean. It's different. I I don't want. I hope the NFL doesn't get rid of kickoff anytime soon. But um, but yeah, it was, uh, it was fine. I didn't have a problem with it. See, I really liked it. I liked that. Uh, they 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 didn't have them. Here's the thing: it's not that I liked it. I just didn't even notice it was gone. Like the only time I noticed it was because they had like the ceremonial week one have somebody from the neighborhood or somebody from the league come place the ball to 25. But yeah. besides that, like it wasn't something that I even noticed was missing. Yeah. Did I literally, did it not go live again? Oh, there we are. <laughs> Me and my little hit in the keys. I'm such a crazy guy. I should probably knock some of this stuff off. Um, also what I liked about it was, like I said, the pace of play, like the game, like I just, I love the little, the shortened commercials, right? And I like that they did some of the commercials with that split screen, but to me, like the game, like, this is what I told Kim. Hey, Kim actually said it was more, uh, what was the phrase she used? It was more, like, basically brought her in more for her. Like she enjoyed watching it better than the NFL. Like, obviously she's aware that the quality of players is higher in the NFL, but she thought the game was funner to watch for her, which I thought was a big deal as somewhat of a novice football fan. Those are the people you're going to want to bring in. And they caught yeah. her attention. She watched like three of the games with me. Um, yeah. Cause I mean, it's two, it was like two and a half two yeah. thirty five, and that game was over. And yeah, that makes it so much nicer because you don't have those long four or five minute breaks of just nonstop commercials yep. during it. Cause I mean, you get bored and it's like, then you'll go and get a snack and you come back and it's like, Oh, I missed who knows how many plays or, you know, that happens all the time where I'll get up and be like, well, commercial, I'm going to go piss and get up, go to bathroom, come back. And it's like, Hey, the Steelers scored. What the hell happened? You know, it's just, 
Yeah, it, it does. And it, it was nicer because, you know, you sit there, you're starting to get tired a little bit, especially the Saturday night game. I was getting tired. But then it's just like, hey, the game's over. I could go to bed. I didn't miss any of it. I didn't fall asleep. Yeah, no, I – hold on. We're going to have a little sound issue. Maybe, ooh, I beat it this time. I'm a fucking champion. No, like what I told Kim was the thing that caught me was in other games that say, for instance, if I'm watching a non-Cleveland Browns game – I probably miss more a lot of those a lot of parts of those games is because when we have those commercials after kickoffs or just game slowdowns, especially like reviews where you're not hearing anything, I'll flip the channel. Like this game makes it almost so you can't change the channel. Like it really grabs your attention from the the first go, right? Not a kickoff, but as soon as that ball is placed, they don't really like they go out of their way to make sure that you can't hit the clicker. And as a consumer, like, that's what you want. You want whatever you're putting on the TV to be something where they can't hit the clicker. And they, they had me, man. I was hook, line, and sinker. They had me all day long. So Hey, just think, just think, if you're someone that didn't know anything about it, you just knew there was new football, and you turn it on, and you're like, did I miss the kickoff? What the hell's going on here? Yeah, I, yeah, it was crazy. I loved it. Um... And I thought, honestly, the football was pretty good. I thought the football was way better. And yeah. Brian, Brian says he's on his way. Okay. I thought the football was way better than I ever anticipated being for week one, especially considering these teams have only been together for a month. Yeah. And they had one preseason game down in San Antonio, which, by the way, the Alamo Dome had the high. They had almost 30,000 people. Tell me San Antonio doesn't love football. So they, so you said that they averaged what twenty two thousand. Twenty two thousand Salt Lake had so the lowest. Huh? Salt Lake City in Arizona had the lowest, uh, and they're at like seventeen thousand, I think. So then, only one game didn't beat a Chargers home game the whole year. <laughs> really? Because what's the Chargers? Chargers like? were only Chargers were having trouble this year because they're only sitting in a twenty. And they couldn't sell that out. Yeah, they weren't selling it out. I do remember that now, and they weren't selling it out. Yeah, see, I think that's interesting because uh, I think it's, honestly, I think it's a great sign for the fleet because from what Ebersol was saying on the podcast I listened to, they only really expected, like, maybe 10,000 at these games. Like Now, you got to it's week one. You can't get too excited because the XFL was the same exact way. But it slowly started tailing it off. So I just think XFL tailored off because they had too much crazy stuff and there was too much wrestling stuff involved. So too many people just thought it was wrestling, but football, you know, cause I even got into those parts where sometimes it's like, is this scripted? You know? So it's like, I'm not saying this is, I'm just saying that's why theirs started falling off, but over the next couple of weeks, the viewers and the attendance and all that, I think that's going to be a, it'll be a big determining factor. No, and I totally agree with you. I think that what we've kind of talked about it, right? Like the um, the presentation and everything is already better. Yeah. Now you're right; it may oh, yeah. drop off, but like if they, if considering they were only expecting ten thousand, like they did great. And he, oh, yeah. they all their contracts are like three to five year deals, so they have it. Like they have a plan for this league to stay around. And I think what yeah. they did great was they keep shoving the NFL down our throat. Like, oh, this guy could be in the league next year. Like, they don't pussyfoot around it. Like, they are saying, hey, 
we are trying to be a feeder league to the NFL, and we're not going to. And I think the NFL loves it because it, you know, it's got people still talking about the league, even in this downtime, which I can't imagine the NBA loves. Um, yeah, especially with the All Star Game coming up. Yeah, who watches the All Star Game? Yeah. You know, I, I would be surprised if they don't beat the All-Star game out. Because, I mean, that game just, even though they're picking their teams now, it's still a joke. No one plays defense at all. It was like. And, if like, and I know that was one of the two things I wanted to kind of point out from your guys' after the game Sunday night was you said last year they played defense. When the final score is like 162 to 159, there's no defense. <laughs> Yeah, like, you know, when people are just dunking, everyone just standing there, that ain't defense. Unless you trip over your own two feet, and that's just being clumsy. Oh, no. You don't have to, like, sell me, sir. But the one thing I did want to get on that actually didn't involve Eric, it involved you, was you kept talking, you kept saying phenomenal defense. You, you, you were too much with the Super Bowl hype. You fell into that. Because you can't we, say... <laughs> Phenomenal defense. Whatever an offense is so ferocious. No, they were horrible. No, now don't get me wrong. They had moments where they looked like a good defense, but you can't like even the Birmingham Memphis game. They had good plays. The defense didn't look bad, but you can't say how great that defense was because Memphis was horrible. Their offense was so bad. So it's like, of course they're gonna make. You know, I mean. The Detroit Lions had a horrible defense this year, and they could play any of those teams, and they look like a phenomenal defense. I can't agree with this at all, Kevin. I know First you off, can, let me. So hard on about I'm gonna come back on that in one second. I want to introduce our other co-host who's with us now, uh, Brian. How you doing, buddy? Good. How are you guys? Hey, we're phenomenal. Are you? You're not in the garage. It looks like. Are you in your hiding in your car? I am hiding in my car. I love it. I love it. Always interesting when Brian comes on. So, Brian, we're talking about the alliance last week is where you kind of menace at here. And Kevin's giving me shit because I was hyping up the defense. And I, I want to put it like this. It's in the context of, like, the league itself. It's not comparative to, like, the NFL. But, like, Birmingham has an awesome defense. Like, they were slapping the shit out of... Uh, uh, bear, oh, shit. whoever they're playing, they're beating the yeah. Express, yeah, the Memphis Express, and I, I think Gary's probably very happy he switched uh, allegiances for that because the Express might be the worst team. It's really close between them and Atlanta, but it's probably the Express is the worst team in this league. No, the Fleet guy who got took a hit, uh, in the uh Commander, the Commanders again, the Commanders were beating the crap out of him. And they can only that's, ro- but yeah, big hits and actually making tackles. That's what defense is supposed to do. But you're talking like phenomenal defense. This wasn't some shut them down Ravens defense, but shut no. them down Steelers defense. This was shitty team, shitty offense getting hit by a defense. This wasn't some spectacular thing. We'll have to agree to disagree. I thought they were pretty. What do you think, Brian? Did you watch any of the games? I uh, caught a little bit. Um, that hit, that hit was all over the place. Oh, that hit was honestly um, a good thing for the AAF because um, yes. that blew up. Yeah, that was big. It'll be interesting to see if the de- the good defense 
is just a product of bad offense. And you just okay. Wait, I'm trying. It's funny because I'm watching this other screen, just kind of make sure everything's still going legit. So your <laughs> lips are moving, but on your camera they're not. And I'm like, what the f just happened? Anyways, no, yeah, I totally get that, and I think these offenses will improve throughout the season, and maybe the defenses will get you know a little bit more highlighted on their issues. But overall, like I'm not saying all the defense. Two teams had really good defenses. The Commanders had a good defensive day uh, against San Diego, who, I don't know, that game was interesting. And then Birmingham, like, I'm not very excited that the Stallions, who have kind of a soft offensive line, have to go into Birmingham and play against that defense because they put hits on people. I do like that a quarterback can get hit. And by the way, I will, that hit, all those hits were like, would have been legal in the NFL from, from my opinion. But they would have, a, a lot of them would have got flags. I'm glad they're not throwing well, the, the flags. one would have got flagged. As but soon it, as that but it was legal. Off, it doesn't matter if it's a cl- yeah, but it's the NFL. You're going to go by the sight of the helmet flying off, so it's got to be a dirty, a bad hit. I mean, that's how most of the rough in the passes were in the NFL this past year. But I completely agree. It was a legal, clean hit. But as soon as that helmet popped off, it would have been a flag in the NFL. Which is why what I think people are getting excited for this league because it kind of is the NFL a little bit back a couple years ago NFL where you could hit a quarterback and not guarantee you're going to get a flag just because you touched him. Like I've seen memes all over the place on social media this week uh, making fun of that. Like that's thing that's one of the things that is going to draw people to this league. Um, Brian, what did you think about like I, there was one game uh, I don't know if it was the one you guys saw, but the one game where they actually had the sky ref call down and say hey. Uh, there was a legal defense. I believe it was a legal defense. And, yeah, it was the Birmingham game. Yeah, and they called the illegal. What do you think about that? Um, I, I don't know. I, I'm all for the, the sky ref thing, and I, I, think, I definitely think that's something that the NFL should adapt. Um, it's, uh, it looks good as long as it – the first time it's – one of these times, it's going to be an iffy call, and then, you know, people are going to be calling out the sky ref because, again, it's just another human aspect that can be in error. Oh yeah, sure. Like, I hundred percent agree, but I do. But that's th- definitely something that I want the NFL to adapt. Let me let's do this. So, um, what was your like? Because I kind of, we've you kind of came in the middle of this. So I want to make sure we get your take on this because I, I I love this league. From what you watched, the little bit you watched, and kind of what you looked into and seen through Twitter and whatnot. What what's your overall thought of this league? Week one. I know we got a long way to go, but week one. Um, I definitely think it's a good thing. People are excited about it. Um. The whole, uh, I'm sure you guys probably talked about it before I came in here. Um, the whole um, uh, mistake with, um, was it uh, CBS? CBS was supposed to air some of it, and then they didn't, or oh, the whatever. Streaming? Oh, the yeah, the, the streaming mistake, uh, that was kind of a big deal. Um, how they screwed that up. 
I don't I don't know, but that's every every new league will work out in its kinks. Um, I definitely think the AAF has staying power. Yeah, I I agree. You know, and I know that was a big thing that Eric complained about was in the game that people you can't watch, you can't stream the games that are on CBS Sports. But I think like the what, week one, right? They had the two night games, but for what it looks like, the rest of the season, you're going to be able to watch all four games. And you know, if you don't have CBS Sports, well, that's just the way unfortunately life is. But you'll still be able to watch three of the four games. If you have basic cable, you pretty much have the channels that they're going to be on. Um, so I think they're getting out there. I think they're easy enough to find. I think like, and I love that they're like they are doing. Saturday and Sunday, a game at two and a game at six. That's my time. I know it's not your guys' time, but so the games don't cross. So if you're a nut like me and you love football and you want to watch the entire thing, well, guess what? Now you can. And I think that's exciting to be able to watch. Woo. Okay. I didn't mean to do that. Let's just, let's just, yeah. Woo. Yeah. I don't know what I did there, but let's not do that again. That was an epic fail. I'm getting I'm getting used to the buttons. I, I can't be blamed for my mistakes. Uh-huh. Or I refuse to be blamed for my mistakes, I should say. Um yeah, so no, I think this league has staying power. Now, Brian, was it you that proposed somebody the whole XFL plays the AFL champion? I that wasn't me, but I, I questioned um, whether or not the XFL should even try at this point. Yeah. No, I, I I agree, and I don't know about what you think, Kevin, but honestly, you know what I think the NFL should do? The XFL, sorry. I think the XFL... I'm going to go back to the last thing. I'm sorry, in a minute. But what I think the XFL should do, if they're really going to try to come on, because I think the... Alliance was smart by getting the uh, market first, and they have the right people. And obviously, their product, I think we all can agree, is going to get better, which and it was pretty good for week one. Why not, if if this is a uber successful, we'll see how this is over 10 weeks, but say it's uber successful, they're going to want to expand, right? And maybe expanding next year is not the best plan, but why not merge the XF? Because you're still only at 16 teams then. And... And then you could have like a AFC, NFC, still call it the XFL League, right? It's still that side. And then you have the Alliance side. And then they have their championship game. Like one guy comes out from either side. I just think that's the only way the XFL makes it because I don't think the talent pool's there to support another league. Um, and have up to even what we had in the Alliance, which I think we all know has some issues, um, wasn't perfect. But overall, like I think it's the only way it can survive. Tell me if I'm crazy, guys. I, I th- in my opinion, I think you are. You say there's not enough talent. I mean, Division One alone, you have what 122 schools. I think now is Division One. Most of them are between 85 and 90 kids on a team. So if you just say take an average of 85 kids, that's 10,000 over 10,000 players just Division One, and that's not counting Division One, AA, Division Two, II, Division Three. Which players from all those divi- well, not normally Division Three, Two is a very rare one. But all those different levels make it to the NFL. And then the ones that don't, now you got these two leagues. They can go. So, the ta- I mean, the talent's there. And, I mean, there's a reason it's going to be a spring ball. It's 
it's a practice to get these guys better. So, I mean, you never know. There could be a diamond in a rough somewhere that gets overlooked by the NFL because it's a small school. And it's a long shot for that. But still, I just – there's players out there. So, you, you'll have to go with it to see how it'll work out. But I, there's plenty of people. Let's say I give that to you. What do you think about still merging? Because I, I, I think two leagues are is going to be less interesting unless it's something you gotta like... you got to give it time. You can't merge it right off the bat. I mean, you got to give the XFL at least one year to see because you never know. They might fold up after one year like they did the last time. That's true. I just think long-term, these two leagues are better together because I think... In long-term, yes. And, but, I mean, you can't do it right away. So... The thing I seen on Twitter, and I wish I had a, I was gonna write it down, but I was trying to like make everything work here first. But basically, essentially, what I said it was actually kind of funny. Was basically you'd have the winner of the XFL and the uh, Alliance play, and then the, whoever won that would play uh, the worst team, whoever was in last place in the NFL, and then they'd have like they would do like soccer does, where they would go to the if the NFL team lost, they'd go to the lower league. And then, like, uh, like relegation. Relegation. Yeah. Here you go, Brian. That's my soccer watching friend right there. <laughs> no shit, like relegation. I've never heard of, but it sounded kind. Of, I mean, obviously, it's not going to happen, but I think it's kind of a cool concept. Yeah. If you guys are, yeah, wa- uh, I do like that. <laughs> I mean. Uh, are you okay with that being a Browns fan? I mean, the Browns probably would have got relegated. Oh yeah, um, <laughs> no, we wouldn't. They still got to lose. Like, I still don't know that one of these teams anytime soon is going to beat an NFL squad. I could be wrong. We'll see. Maybe the Apollos come out with Steve Spurrier and his pass happy offense and destroy the Browns, right? But hey, I think it would make it way more interesting. And you talk about NFL teams being lazy as an owner. You're going to be on it if you know that, hey, we've got to play the freaking Salt Lake Stallions, and if we don't win that game, then we're in the alliance next year, and the Stallions are now in the NFL in our spot. Like, I find that very interesting. That would definitely make um, games late in the season for bad teams more exciting to watch. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It just keeps the ratings up, and that's all we're trying to do. If you guys, by the way, are watching us on Facebook and Twitter, you'll see a lot of the highlights from uh, this week's Alliance games playing behind our cameras. Just another little thing that we can do now that we're stepping our game up here at the Pierce of Mind podcast, especially now that we have three podcasts to run somehow and do our homework. This should be a very interesting next few weeks. Um, Yeah, so I don't know. I'm very excited about this league. I can't wait for this week's game. I've been hyped. Like I said, I've been all over Twitter, especially since I started the Stallions podcast uh, just a couple of days ago. And I just started like following everybody, and they're following me back. And just the interaction with this league already, I think social media-wise, is another thing that's going to really keep, help keep this league propped up that the XFL didn't have access to when they came out, was utilizing things like social media to make these games uh, interesting. Whew. Wow. Now I need to breathe a little. Sorry. I'm talking a lot here today. I apologize, guys. I don't really. Brian, what's interested you this week? Anything hot off the... Uh, you had you sent me something. I know you did. Like, just today, even, maybe. 
Um, just uh, interesting things that I saw were comparative um, comparative things about like Odell Beckham and um, Antonio Brown, who would be more worth it for teams to trade for and stuff like that. I think it's got to be Beckham, right? Because New York's only got $4 million dead cap if they trade him. Um, I don't know. There, there's a few things to look for. I mean, one thing is uh, if I'm looking for a wide receiver, I know that the Giants are probably going to ask for a bigger return um, than, the, than the Steelers for Brown because, A, the Giants are in a more desperate situation than the Steelers. Um, Odell's younger than Antonio Brown. Odell's currently more expensive um, than Antonio Brown. Um, if I'm a team looking for a big-time wide receiver, uh, my opinion, I, I'm going after Antonio Brown before I'm going after Odell. See, now was going to be my next question is who do you guys think is worth the trade value? Because I honestly disagree. I would probably go – I think they're both headaches, but I think – Antonio Brown, and obviously I know the Browns wouldn't. He like the Steelers made it very clear that never happened with the Browns or the Patriots. But if I'm if I'm the like OBJ seems like less of a headache. Le- it's close. Don't get me wrong. It's close. They're both headaches. Yeah, but you're gonna get more out of Brown than you're gonna get out of Beckham. I don't know that I agree with you. I think they're pretty comparable. Depending who's Brown's throwing. a lot better receiver than you, Odell Beckham. I'm saying you give OBJ Big Ben, and he has similar numbers. It's quarterback situation. You also got to consider that if you if you have Odell Beckham Jr. on your team, you're going to have to invest in a lot of um, kicking nets. <laughs> Not if you're the Browns, because you don't need kicking nets. <laughs> You know what? The Browns, I don't know why everyone's hating on the Browns. I mean, well, this week I get why everybody's hating on the Browns. <laughs> that makes sense. How, how much did that, you seen, I think I seen your tweets, you didn't really love the uh, Kareem Hunt deal, did you, Mr. Brian? Um, I didn't, uh, I didn't have a problem with it, um, like contractually and stuff like that. Uh, one million for what we saw was a good running back. Um, I have a problem with any team that was going to sign the guy, honestly, because the guy's kind of a loser. Um, but um, one million dollars for one was it one million dollars. Uh, two years, one year. Yeah. Uh, one year with like a second year option, I guess. And well, that's pretty good. It'll be interesting to see exactly how long he's suspended for, and and then after when he comes back, how exactly they run that offense with uh, Nick Chubb, who's proved himself to be a great running back, and then Duke Johnson's presumably still going to be there. I know they've run him out of the slot a few times, but yeah, it'll be interesting. I I don't have a problem with it from a talent and foot, purely football standpoint, but. I mean, the guy's still a scumbag. <laughs> yeah, I think that's kind of where we were at, too. We talked a little bit about it 
before you came on. That's kind of where we started the day. And I think we're kind of on the same page is from a football standpoint, it was a genius move because now you control those rights. I mean, you could go as far as franchising them or even putting, uh, what's the, uh, the thing you're going to, going to put on bell this year. You think Kevin, that transitional tag. So it gives you a lot of options to get some quality, uh, something at quality in return if you don't want to keep them. But I, I really think you move Johnson to the slot and you put both those guys in the backfield and you have a really dangerous situation with both those guys in your backfield. Um, just gives Baker more weapons. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. It should be interesting. You know what I want to do before I forget? Because I will forget. And, Gary, if you're listening, you big sexy beast, you, uh, please send me your picks. Um, shout out to Rick Martin for watching us on Facebook Live. But I want to pick the games this week for the the Alliance because... Text me, son. I almost died. What do you mean? Your dog almost killed me. All right, well, is that, like, very pertinent to right now? No. All right, I love you. I love children. <laughs> I'm not a good parent at all. Um, He's having a sleepover. Like, usually, why would he even want to talk to me? I thought he'd hate my guts. Um, <laughs> If you're watching this and you're like, that guy's a bad parent, hey, yes, you were 100% <laughs> right. I should have been <laughs> sterilized at birth. Anyways, I want to keep track of these alliance because mostly because I think I'm going to win it. Uh, are these uh, pickums? So let's do that real quick before we go into anything else. Because if we don't, I will forget. So Salt Lake and Birmingham, Kevin, who you taking there? I'm going to take Salt Lake. You're going to oh. just to, just to show you that Birmingham doesn't have that stellar D that you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Salt Lake doesn't have anything on offense, so that's a terrible pick. What about you, Brian? Yeah, I. As much as I don't want to, I'm gonna go Salt Lake in that one too. I'm still a, I'm still a Birmingham doubter. I mean, the defense looked really good, but Trent Richardson got hot at the end of that game. He only yeah. aver- I know he only averaged like two point nine a carry, but if you watch that game. He had some really strong carries at the end. Like, he was getting motivated. If, if Birmingham can do it again, then I'm on board with Birmingham. But for now, I'm still off the Birmingham bandwagon. I love that. So, Gary had picked that team as his squad before the season. And the day before, we had our podcast last week. The day before, it's like, oh, I'm going Birmingham because they have Trent Richardson. And it's probably the smartest thing he's done all year. Um, in our second game, we got the number one team in the league, the, probably the most well-rounded team in my opinion, uh, the Arizona Hotshots against the worst team in the league, in my opinion, the Memphis Express. Worst team, worst logo, worst name, doesn't fit anything in the city. <laughs> Who do you guys take? Well, I got to take my Arizona team, so. Hey, wait, who'd you pick for the Salt Lake game? Oh, I picked Birmingham. Tell? I did the one thing I've never done against Cleveland. I picked against them. Okay. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, Brian. No. You're good. Uh, hot shots for me. Hot shots for Brian. Even when uh, after the draft and then they told everyone who the, the coaches were and everything like that, it looked like hot shots were going to be a heck of a team. Yeah, the hot shots are the most – like other teams – We'll get into, like, Orlando probably has the most aggressive offense, but their defense is so-so after one game, obviously. 
But I think Arizona's got the most well-rounded team so far in the league. And let's go to that game. So we're, we're going to go. I'm going Arizona, too. I've already made my picks, so, so I wouldn't forget. This high new to remind me as I had little check marks here. Um, going into the Orlando-San Antonio, the, it's at San Antonio, who they had the highest attendance at like thirty, almost 30,000 or 30,000 in the Alamo Dome. Those people love football, like I said earlier. They're excited to have a football team down there. Who do you guys think is going to win this game? I tell you right off the bat, I took Orlando the win just because I think it, it no matter how good the commander's defense was, and it was stout. It wasn't like the greatest. It wasn't Birmingham good. But I just think Seasburger's got that run, that pass-heavy offense like was flying in week one. It was beautiful. Put up, I think, 40 points. What are you doing, Brian? Who are you taking there? Uh, where is it? It's at San Antonio. I'm gonna go San Antonio. Brian's going San Antonio. I can't even hate you for that pick. I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be one of the better games of the weekend, actually. I agree. What about you, Mister yeah. Tenney? I'm going with Orlando. Yeah, I think this will be a fun one to watch. And Steve Spurrier was hilarious on the sideline. Like, the one time he's, like, calling the play and he's got a mic, he's like, oh, and tell him to catch it this time. Like, <laughs> it's just those little things that keep you interested, right? I loved it. How, how can you not want to play for that guy? Yeah, he's, yeah. he's like, what, like 117? And he still yeah. is, like, super, like, hyper. He just had, uh, I think, six discs operated on before the year started. And he's hobbling around on the field, all kinds of energy, like, just and calling these, like, you better be you better be ready to run uh, if you're a defensive back because he is going deep constantly in that league. And I think it's, what he's going to do is just wear those corners out. And I think that's what he did putting up 40 uh, last week. All was right, that we, the earlier late game Sunday? Uh, I don't know the schedule. I was going to write that down, but I forgot to. I don't have an answer. I can't look. Right, well, I know Arizona's late. Saturday, and I think Utah plays early, early Saturday. Saturday. Yeah, have it right here. Week two, uh, Orlando. It is the early game Saturday, Sunday, two p.m. Okay. and uh, and that's going to be. On, I think that's on CBS Sports. Okay. And because, uh, yeah, because Arizona is on NFL Network and Atlanta, San Diego, and let's get to that one. The Atlanta Legends, which are terrible. And I didn't know until Eric pointed out that Michael Vick walked away from this team well. So Brad Childress yeah. and Mike Vick yeah, walked. Yeah, I didn't until he said that. Good choice by Vick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because they were bad. Like, I'm like, oh, my God, this is the worst team. And then I seen the Express play, and I was like, oh, well, okay. They're the second worst team now because the Express <laughs> are definitely the worst. Um, So I'm taking San Diego in this last game. And because it is at Qualcomm or whatever they're calling it now, SDCCU Stadium, uh, I'm taking the Fleet, who might have my favorite uniforms in this league. Where are you guys going? I'm going to go San Diego just because they have a good field goal kicker. I mean, they both looked horrible. So it's a toss-up in my opinion, but I'll take San Diego. I'm going to go uh, Legends. Oh, look at that, Brian, I'm, being a different I'm gonna, guy. I'm going to pick against the Fleet every game, so. Do you have, like, <laughs> are the Fleet, like, your enemy? Are they, like, did you pick a squad? I don't think we talked about this with you. 
Did you pick a squad that you're going to follow? Like that's your squad? Uh, for the AAF, not really. Um, I thought that, I guess my opinions were right out of the gate. I thought the fleet had an ugly logo. Um, <laughs> and then uh, their roster was kind of ugly looking too. Um, and I thought the hot shots would probably go all the way this year. Um, if I'd have to pick a team to follow, I mean, the, the Stallions have a killer logo. Uh, the jerseys were okay. The uniforms were okay for the Stallions. Those yeah. helmets are on it. I don't like um, the Stallions logo. You don't? No. And I'll tell really? you, I agree with you that I didn't like San Diego's logo, but I actually think their logo looks way better on their uniform than it does if, like, anywhere else you're looking at it. Like, I think on its uniform they did a nice job. But, yeah, I don't like the Stallions. I like their uniforms, except for, I think, someone pointed, it might have been you, Kevin, said they look like oh, yeah. Oregon's, which kind of made me a little sick. But I don't like the logo. It is what it is. I'm a Stallions fan from day zero. I mean, it's been my whole life being a Stallions fan. So you just can't change that. But yeah, yeah. And I'm in like I like I was telling my professor and I want to uh, when we were talking about this league, uh, I told him I was like, I'm giving him I'm giving the Stallions my Cleveland Browns passion like they have it until they decide to, for, to like lose it. But for right now, they Until have they it. to move. Until they move. Um, yeah, and then uh, uh, Birmingham sort of went the Oakland Raiders route. Um, silver black looked tough. It's hard to screw that up. But I, I don't know. Just just based on – because there isn't anything really close to Wisconsin in this league. Um, you got to pick a team, man. You need to – go I go hot shots. All I'm right. Just, like I said, before the season started, just looking at the roster and the coaching, I thought the hot shots were going to be a good team. So I guess I can throw my hat in with the hot shots. There you go. I just think we all need to have a team to support because it, the league's w- so much more fun when you have somebody to support. What's that? Who did Kevin go with? He's a hot shot guy. Yeah, I got the hat. I'm ready. But Kevin. I even got the beer hanging back here. Yeah. Kevin. Kevin just like I said, I did that. <laughs> he had to outdo me. He knew I was getting the hat, so he went and got the banner too. And here's the thing with, uh, yeah, the only reason Kevin chose the hot shots is because I'm a hot shot, because I'm a Stallions fan. It, I think those are going to be the rivals, so I had to have continue that with the like Brown Steelers. It never gets old making fun of Matt because his team sucks. So, yeah, because <laughs> yeah, if if you uh, Kevin and I, if you haven't figured it out yet. Our entire friendship is based on competitive evilness and trying to, or rather it's Madden on back in like PlayStation two and three days uh, to now, like everything we do, like we used to play basketball. I've told the story many times. I know but we used to play basketball at work at like break time. And you would have thought that like we were magic and Larry bird going one-on-one and like, we're both not that great, but it didn't matter. Like we just had to beat each other. And so, yeah. So, he's a hot shot. Like I said, Gary made a last-minute switch to Birmingham, who I think has the worst uniforms in the league. I don't think they're that bad, but uh, I, I think um, the Express is probably... Oh, the, you know, oh, yeah. I forgot about the Express. That's how bad the Express are. I just forgot they were even in the league. Uniform-wise, logo-wise, I, the fleet, I think, is just silly looking. But uh, the uniforms looked okay. I thought the, logo. The, the fleet fit where they're at, though. You got the Navy there. 
big navy yeah. presence. Good to them. <laughs> I think it looks good on the uniform. I like. I'm telling. I love their uniforms. But uh, I think San Antonio had the best helmets. I like the way their helmets looked out of like all of the teams in the league. The Commanders had some decent out uniforms. I yeah. didn't say uniform. I just said helmet. <laughs> I'm not big on the colors or the way the uniforms looked. I just like the way the helmet had, like, in the background, it connected into the back to make the yeah. Alamo, basically. Yeah. And you had the sword going through. I thought that was pretty cool. I like that. I thought that was the best idea design out of using your logo and everything. I did like that. I did like the Apollo's uniforms better than I liked their logo at first. Because, right, so we all seen these teams. They had their, they released their logos a while ago and who they were going to be called. And, like, so we're all like, oh, this is stupid, this is stupid. But, like, now that you connect uniforms, like, I thought the Apollo's uniforms were better than I anticipated. I thought the Fleet's uniforms were cool. Obviously, I love the Stallions because I have my whole life. Um, the Hot Shots probably, in my opinion, have the very best total uniform. Logo, color, scheme, overall. I hate your hat. It's kind of lame, but, I mean, whatever. It is what it is. I, like, I don't really like their logo. I mean, just, like, I mean, the fire axe, it, it's cool, but, I don't know. I like I like this hat better than that. And I'm not even big on their color scheme. I was like, ah. It kind of grew on me by the end of the game, but still, I'm just like, yeah. It's- I don't prefer different colors. Some of the colors that these teams pick to go with, you just like, what the fuck? To me, and also, like, using the starter jerseys, not that this isn't a rip on starter, because trust me, I had my Cleveland Brown starter jacket back in the day. But I think they're, like, cheaper jerseys. Like, it, it's like buying, like, yeah, the... they 100 bucks. I know, and that's what's crazy, because it's like buying the uh, low-grade NFL jersey. Not the stitch numbers, those are the good ones. But these look like the low-grade ones that you buy off NFL.com for, like, they're, like, 100 bucks, right? But... Yeah. They the ones look. where the, the holes are just slightly bigger. Yep. Yep, you know what I'm talking about, Brian. <laughs> Brian knows what I'm talking about. He's been there. He's seen it. So I think they could have done a better job, but this league will grow. It will get better. Um, I'm excited for it. I did one thing Kevin brought up that I thought was interesting, this is, and I haven't had a chance to look it up, Kevin. I apologize. But does this league have the same rule for eligibility as the NFL, meaning that you have to be uh, – three years in college or three years post-graduation from high school before you can jump in? Or can you jump in earlier? Because if so, that's a game changer. And silence. Nobody... Well, I don't know because I, I asked you about it. So yeah. I didn't know if Brian might have known or if by some odd you know, chance. Cause I'm going to Google it. I tried it. look, but I couldn't find anything. Did you look no, at... That, that doesn't ring a bell. Uh was it the XFL that was that was uh, lax on those terms? The XFL, I know you can't have a criminal record. Yeah, but then I also thought that one of these one of these teams um, or one of these leagues um, didn't have that uh, college eligibility um, stipulation. Mm-hmm. I don't know because I was when I thought about it, I was texting Matt earlier about it because yeah because I mean that could be a big thing because if you go in like you know like being from Ohio you know Maurice Claret when he got screwed up and joined with Jim Brown and let him talk him into leaving trying to leave school and you know fight in the NFL if one of these leagues is like that where it doesn't really have that rule I mean you come out 
after your freshman year, if one of these teams will take you. And then, I mean, you're going to be making money because that's most of the reason why they want to leave early so they can make the money. So you'll be able to make your money. We'll make some money. And then you're going to be still playing, so you're going to be getting improving and then, you know, have your shot at the NFL. So I was kind of wondering about that. If if the AAF does have a rule in place similar to the NFL, then – like I'm, I'm a big, I'm a big believer that now that the AAF is out there, I think there isn't a whole lot to pull from for the XFL as far as talent. You said earlier that there could be a diamond in the rough guy. You're not wrong, but eight teams worth of guys yeah. for the XFL, I don't think is going to be watchable football because. Uh, the NFL has all their guys, not to mention the NFL also has guys uh, on practice squads. And then you've got leftovers that are playing in the AAF. There's hardly going to be anything left for the XFL to produce a watchable product, I think. Um, yeah. But, but if the AAF has that rule, the same as the NFL, the best thing the XFL could do is waive that. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think the XFL sort of screwed themselves a little bit by coming out and saying if you've got any sort of, I don't know what their wording was, felony conviction or any sort of record. I forgot how they were. Yeah, um, I'm the same way. I don't remember. It sounds messed up, but you, you, you put that rule in there. You're missing out on one or two good football players just with that rule. Yeah. Yeah, because you're already at a small talent pool, and you're going to cut that small-ass talent pool even smaller now because of that. Yep. No Johnny Football. Well, I guess Johnny Football didn't have any, like, real – well, yeah, he does. He's got no, because like, they said that he wasn't – he wouldn't be able to play in the XFL. Yeah, he's got, like – like, a handful of players that they specifically mentioned, and he was one of them. Baker, Baker, I think Baker's got, like, a DUI. I think he's got that. Baker has Drunk a DUI? Yeah, do you remember the public? Oh, yeah, when he got tackled because I was making fun of him for not being. that cement barrier. Here's here's a great form form tackle, by the way. Yeah, here's the bad thing about that is he was never even in trouble. They just had to ask him a question about something else. Like he just he just got paranoid. Yeah, he just got paranoid because he was hammered (laughs) and took off like an idiot, or he would have been home free. Uh, Yeah, college kid. Yeah, I mean, I've been there. Trust me. I think any of us who were in college, I think, had some nights like that. Uh, unless you're a good Mormon kid from here in Utah, then you didn't. You were reading scriptures or whatever, and nothing wrong with that either, but I definitely had some nights like that where I had no clue where I was, let alone who I was talking to. Um, it's all part of the experience. All right. Um, I don't think I have... I feel like there's something I was going to ask you guys. And it's still... I think it's because I feel like Brian just murdered somebody. And he's like, oh, okay, I got the body in the trunk. Now I'm going to have... I got to jump on this podcast real quick. You're wearing, like, dark clothes. Like, you totally just murdered someone. And I'm your alibi. Like, oh, I was on, was on the Pierce and Mind podcast. Watch it. Just pretend like we're talking till the cops go, go away. <laughs> That'd be so awesome if you got... Lights clicked on behind you to make my entire day. 
Wouldn't be awesome for me. Well, yeah. <laughs> but you know what? Sometimes you've got to trade what the entertainment value is uh, against like what your own personal well-being is. Take one for the team, sir. No, I'm not gonna. No. So, are you guys gonna watch some games tomorrow? Then is that the plan? Yeah, I'll That's watch Arizona at least. What's that, Kevin? I said I'll, I'll definitely be able to catch the Arizona game. I got stuff going on early, so I don't know how much of the Birmingham game I'll get to watch. But I know you guys are busy and have lives. I'm a little jealous. I um, wish AF made it easier to watch games. It's not that hard. Do you not have cable? I do have cable. Then why is it so hard? Um, I'll tell you one thing that um, is beneficial. That the the NFL you can watch any game for free on that. Uh, it's called like NineLive.com. I've never heard I don't of think it. With that, any any NFL game you can watch for free on NineLive.com. Um, the AF doesn't have a spot like that. I don't know how that website does it. But. I think you could stream everything from the Alliance, everything except for the CBS game. My understanding is you can stream from the Alliance website. Huh. <laughs> I just thought what's funny is you said that you don't know how that website does it. You just got that website shut down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, yeah, thanks a lot. <laughs> You're going to get so many hate tweets. <laughs> No, I um, I don't think it's that hard. I know that's one of the things Eric was complaining about as uh, we were doing the Full Seat Ahead podcast, episode one. Um, Yeah, he was kind of worried about that, but I the CBS thing I get, that's frustrating. But you can still watch it the next day. I get it's not the same as watching it live. I'm not trying to sell that to anybody. But the other three games, I believe you can stream live on the Alliance website. And if you have basic cable, most packages have the NFL Network and TNT. So you can watch those games pretty easily. So I don't think it's as hard as Eric was selling it. I think he was just frustrated. He couldn't watch the Stallions game the way he wanted. I don't know. He seemed a little butthurt about it. But he's not talking to me right now. So Already? Yeah. This I don't know. <laughs> he he yelled at he yelled at me for uh not releasing the podcast fast enough. And uh, and then he hasn't talked to me since, so I guess I'm in um, trouble. Week one, week one had the big hit that went viral. I mean, would you anticipate a big catch this week maybe? If uh, so, I don't by who? I want to see either a big catch or I want to see a lottery. I want to see a lot of challenges thrown because I love watching that challenge ref. That is entertaining. Before you came on, we were talking about, I don't know if you've seen the one where the there was a, uh, I think it was the Birmingham game, but there was a clear where it wasn't a completion. It was fairly, I don't know, I'll argue, I could understand why he didn't overturn it because there wasn't like, they don't have the great camera angles yet that the NFL has, but I'm guessing the more the NFL gets tied into this, they'll get those sweet camera angles. But they're they're starting out with with uh, such a low budget that they've just got two guys with cell phones on the sidelines. Yeah, filming. that's probably what it is. Just a couple of iPhones, like oh, get as close as you can. But uh, <laughs> no, but they were sitting there. 
And the, the judge is like, I don't have enough to overturn it. And the guy, the field judge is sitting there and he's like, really? Because we all think it's an incomplete down here. And he's like, yeah, I don't have enough to overturn it. And, and the guy's like, oh, really? And it was like one of the best things I heard all weekend. So I want to see mm-hmm. more challenges. I want to see the sky judge uh, take a little more advantage of, oh, you know, that's what I wanted to ask you guys about some of the rules. Like, what do you guys think about the only five guys can blitz rule? I know it's a big, they're trying to improve the safety, which. That's weird. That's weird and unnecessary. So you can't, all, no, if you try, if you blitz more than five, it's a legal defense, 15 yard penalty. You, you think that the difference between somebody getting injured and not getting injured is that sixth or seventh guy blitzing? I, that's silly to me. I think they're trying to limit guys coming in free. But the thing about it is, is they have it set up where if you're if you're like on the line, defensive line, and your hands down, you're automatically counting. And then there's like the blitz box. So if a linebacker accidentally steps too far to the right or the left, and his foot's in the box, and he's counted. So that's what a bunch of, like, when they say they line up illegally, that's what it is. Because that's why I was like, I couldn't figure it out, so I looked it up. So, yeah, so if your hand's down, you're automatically counted. So if you have three guys, right, there's three. And then you got to make sure only two linebackers instead of all three can't be inside that box because it's counted before the play starts. So whether you blitz or not, you're counted. So, like, if one of those, like, the defensive end drops off into, like, a, a zone for, like, you know, a dump pass, he's counted as a blitzer. So it's not like he's leaving. So now you could have a different linebacker come in. Yeah. It's, you know, that makes it illegal because he's counted as a blitzer. Hmm. I don't think, I don't think that rule is going to have, going to last long. That's silly. Yeah. It's too confusing. It it just makes no sense. It's like, if you want to count five guys, then okay. But the pre, the count before the snap and then those guys are automatic, you know, counted. That's just, that's stupid. No, I I don't disagree with you. I think I don't think it's stupid. I think it's different, right? It's going to take us some time to get used to. Brian, what did you did you like enjoy not having kicks? Because like one of the things I said earlier was I actually didn't even notice they weren't there except for the very beginning of the game where you had somebody coming out for the inaugural placement of the ball. No, no, I don't. I uh, bring kicks back. You got to bring kicks back. That's weird. See, I loved weird. it. And I mean, again, the biggest thing is the, you take away the onside kick. But you don't um, because now you have the fourth and twelve. But there was a few times I believe Sean Payton did it once in a playoff game. Mike McCarthy did it once. In Sean a Payton did it in the Super Bowl. A, sp- a spontaneous onside kick. You won't have. You can't have that anymore. Sure. Yeah, I, and, I mean, there's even rules about the on the going for it, going for the onside kick. You can only go for it if you're down by 17 points, or it's the final like five, five minutes. minutes. Of the game. Yep, final five minutes. Which I mean, okay, like that I'll give you, but I don't think it's. I think it's may not be a perfect rule, but like trade offs for the injuries that you're gonna you're getting from the kickoffs in the NFL, and. You're not even really getting runbacks in the NFL, so it's kind of pointless to have kickoffs in the NFL anymore at this point. Um, I don't know. I liked it, guys. Like, I really liked. I am a total shill for this game because this game was everything I think I've ever dreamed of, and I didn't even realize it. Obviously, not total on-field talent, but just the like I said it. Like I told you, Kevin, it kept me. Like I couldn't change the channel. It didn't give me the opportunity to change the channel. 
and it was fun. Like it was entertaining with the people who were mic'd up, things like that. Hearing the quarterback call the play in the huddle. I thought that was fun as hell. Like to me, this league has its differences and I think it's going to take a lot of us or some of us some time to adjust because we're so accustomed to football being played a certain way. But I think like, to me, like I'm a complete Mark, AKA wrestling term for this league. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I'm going to, I'm putting you, I'm going to label you. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. I like it. Don't get me wrong, but you are overselling it. Like you're trying to oversell it. No, it's I'm, like, I'm excited. I love trying, it. I understand you're excited, but you're trying to, the way you're explaining it and going on about certain things that are kind of odd is like, you trying to tell me that Edelman's a first ballot Hall of Famer. You're Wait, way overdoing it. Did you just You're call me a Jensen? <laughs> I didn't say that. I just said wow. that's the easiest comparison I could think of. You're just you're trying to oversell it too much. It's like don't get me wrong, it's good, it's got its stuff, it's gonna it has to still got things to improve. But it's like calm down, you know, take well, a no. rest. I've Blow said a, a million times this league isn't perfect. I just think that I I am you're 100. percent I'm hyping it. I'm not gonna yeah. I'm not gonna try to argue there because I am like I'm super hyped about this league because I really enjoyed like really enjoyed those four games. It was really fun to watch. It was fun having I can tell. It was fun having football <laughs> in February. And well, I mean, we had football in February, February third. Well, you know what I mean. Post NFL football, <laughs> right? It's I don't have that like oh god. It's gone. Like, I have this little football. It's a little different. It's fun. It's engaging. It's trying to get people engaged with the app. So, yeah, I'm hyping it. I'm going to sell it. And I'll try to be, like, op- like open-minded when things aren't going how they should and it has its faults. And I've done a little bit of that. But, yeah, I'm definitely a hardcore mark for this game and looking forward to this weekend. That's why I went and started a whole other podcast within, like, 48 hours, Kevin, because... And you already lost your co-host well, within 24 hours. He, he might just be ignoring me from week to week. Maybe that's what makes maybe that's what makes our bond stronger as co-host is if he just completely ignores me. Um, well, he hollered at me for not, you know, immediately releasing it. And, uh, yeah. Oh, speaking hey, That can make your podcast interesting, though. You could just sit there and when he's mad and not on, just be like, so, Eric, what did you think of that game today? Oh, oh it's, really? It's, that it's, much? It's beautiful. I'm going to do that if he doesn't show up this week. I'm totally going to do that. I just I thought it would be fun. You know, we're both here in Salt Lake. We're both Stallions fans. But he's, I guess, very particular about when the podcast gets released. And I'm like, I don't know. I felt a couple of days wasn't terrible. But whatever. What's their uh, hashtag? Full Steed Ahead. Full Steed Ahead. That's our podcast name and their hashtag. I stole the podcast name from the hashtag. Which is probably like immoral on Twitter world, but I liked it so much that I stole it and went with it because I couldn't think about, of a cool, I couldn't think of a cool name. How about um, a new hashtag for for you guys? Brand. Stay salty. Stay what? Stay salty. I love it. <laughs> I'm totally gonna I'm gonna hashtag that out from the Full Steed Ahead right. podcast. The second something happens to the stadium this year. Stay salty. That the fans get salty about. I'm going to light it up on Twitter. Stay salty. <laughs> See, this is why we bring you on, Brian, because just out of nowhere, you come strong. 
<laughs> and I appreciate that. All right, guys. Um, oh, one last thing that has nothing to do with sports whatsoever, but I finally got to see Creed 2. And if you haven't seen it, go see it. Rent it. It was a really good movie. I really enjoyed it. I don't know if you guys saw it yet. Really, yeah, it. really good movie. See Creed 1 if you haven't, because obviously they play in. But I thought it was well done. You could tell Rocky won't be back for the third. Uh, and I really, yeah. Spoiler alert. Spoiler Hey, if you haven't by now in this century, in where we're at in the world of media, then you know what? Too bad. It's not like I told you who wins the fight. Who does? Because no, that's a hard thing to guess. <laughs> Rocky does not win this time. That's all I'm saying. Balboa does not come away with the title. And I was surprised. <laughs> but no, I thought it was a good movie. I wanted to go see Black Klansman again because it was playing at school for free for Black History Month, but I missed it. Oh, you haven't seen that either? Are you not a movie guy, Brian? Are you not a movie? Um, I would consider myself a movie guy. I've never heard of that one. We don't know much about Brian. Good. It's We're a learning as we go. Then you'll think. It's, it's pretty interesting. It's got, I saw it. The only thing I would say, the only parts that I, I'm not going to like give away the movie, but Spike Lee directed it, and obviously Spike Lee hates Trump. There's a couple parts in there where they like they put in there their Trump shots, and like they just put too much in to make sure like to get it across that you knew, hey, this is our shot at Trump. And it's like it just seemed like to me it threw off the the way the movie was going because they tried too hard for it. But outside of that, it wasn't a bad movie. It was pretty inter- interesting and entertaining. That would be kind of a turn off for me if there's like whatever your political standpoint if it if it seeps into a movie I don't want to if if there's like if there's a good movie out there that had like anti Obama subtleness to it that that'd be a turn off there's a movie like this with anti Trump subtleness that's kind of a turn off it's like why why just make a good yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah, and that's like because I said like you're going through and it's like everything's flowing, everything's good. It's got its funny parts. Not sure if it was supposed to be funny, but I thought it was funny. But it's going through and then it's like they sit there, like they kept dragging it out. Like it would be like they'd say something and then pause a long pause, and the next guy would say something, and finally they're like, "You mean they try to want to, they want to try to make America great again?" And it's like <laughs> they both look at the screen and you're just like. Seriously? Like, oh, what the hell? It's like, you just threw the whole thing off right now. Yeah. Um, Spike Lee's a good director. Like, um, I'll give him that. Miracle at um, Santa Ana. That was a good Yeah, that um, was a good movie. I haven't seen that one in a long time. But yeah, I remember that when you just said that. I know, you just, you play a lot of volleyball. That's kind of, is that like your, is that kind of what you do on the social side? Like, is that a lot of your time playing the volleyball? Because a lot of times I talk to you, that's what you're doing. I don't know what you guys do up there in Wisconsin that's, or wherever you're at. I think that's where you're at. A lot of volleyball. A lot of volleyball. It used to be a lot of softball, too, but just devoted my time to playing and coaching volleyball. So My my little brother's hardcore in the softball. Like He goes to these national tournaments, has for 10, 15 years now. He's still like diehard about it. We had our uh, Fond du Lac. It's called mod mod pitch. It's like underhand, but a little bit faster. It's not fast pitch. Um, our Fond du Lac team won nationals a few years ago. So, really, yeah. See, yep. my brother would be totally down for that stuff. 
I, this might, you might find this completely surprising, but I'm a larger gentleman, so uh, I don't do a lot of like running bases or jumping and spiking. I could spike a volleyball right after I dunk a basketball, but you know, I try to leave that to the young kids these days. I'm over the hill. I'm on the back 40 now. Well, you don't want to show off. Yeah, the heart's not holding up like it used to, so I've got to be a little, you know, smarter about my time. All right, guys, I won't hold you up any longer today. We've already went for an hour and a half. Brian, thank you for swinging in after your murder. We will totally back you uh, <laughs> that you were here the entire time. Kevin, we hopefully, will... Hopefully, if I'm convicted, me, I, I'll get the same cell that Aaron Hernandez was in. Well, that just went dark fast. <laughs> I, I, I know. I'll say, you're in Wisconsin, so, I mean, unless you, like, traveled over state lines. Oh, Maybe that's, maybe that's where the murder was committed. See, I was just going to end it. I got it. How far are you from the making the murderer guy? Uh, Stephen Avery? Yeah. Uh, that occurred like an hour away, hour 15 minutes. That's awesome. I mean, not awesome that girl died, but. <laughs> I was about to say, really? <laughs> and, and actually, that guy, he, he um, has like a lot of junky vehicles for sale well he did um probably like a month before that happened my cousin was out there looking at vehicles that's all awesome. my female cousin yeah it's like hey i'd like to buy this rav Ford just sitting here on your lot no yeah i'm still i'm still not guilty on the avery part but uh that's not neither here nor you guys have a good week i hope i see you guys next week for you guys watching us on Facebook and Twitter, we will be live tomorrow shortly after the Stallions game for our Full Steed Ahead podcast. And, yeah, so everybody have a good week. We will see you guys next weekend. And uh, if you want to follow us on Facebook, like our page, go to iTunes or Google Play, download us, and give us a five-star rating. We need some of those. All right, guys, take it easy. I'll talk to you guys later. Bye. (laughs) Trev. Trevor. Trevor.